Welcome to It Is Rough Out There, Season 8. And here we are at Sea Legs Integrative Veterinary Practice. Practice. I knew I was going to mess one of them up. So we're in West Roxbury, Massachusetts, and Kelly was guiding me a little bit along the way. Right, Kelly? My son went to high school behind the building. I got married about a mile up up the road, learned to swim in a pool about two miles up the road. I might have a little history in this town. Yeah. And my in-laws are from here, so... Yeah, it Mine took me back a, back a little ways. Yeah. yeah. So we have two wonderful guests with us today on the podcast, and we will have them introduce themselves to our podcast audience. Hi, I'm Jacqueline Coble. I am a veterinarian and the owner of Sea Legs Integrative Veterinary Health. We opened in West Roxbury in March of 2023. Wow. It's a beautiful building. You really have to come here, folks, to yeah, see. Yeah, thank you. Really lovely facility. It it's very nice, and it's very convenient because there's a Star Market and a Starbucks right so, in the parking lot. Yeah, yes. so whatever you may need in this area, right? <laughs> and then we have another guest with us today, who's actually been on the podcast a number of times. We have um, my name is Becky Buselowitz, and I am the receptionist here at Sea Legs Integrative Veterinary Health. Love Third it. time on the podcast. Yes. Is that a hat trick? It sure is. (laughs) I thought so. So we are so excited to be here and to learn about this practice because there are so many people that have pets, obviously, in this area, in this um, part of the world. And um, pain management is a big part of what can maybe happen to our pets. And it can be distressing not only for the pet, but also for the owner. And I hear that September is Pain Awareness Month. Is that correct? Yes, September is Animal Pain Awareness Month. Um, It is a month kind of invented by the International Veterinary Academy of Pain Management. Um, but yeah, we're doing a hundred dollars off our initial exam fees. And then we're just raising awareness for signs that your pet could be in pain that you could miss and signs and cats that they could be in pain that owners often don't notice because cats can be a lot more subtle and like to hide their injuries. So, um, yeah. What are, we have like this lovely board right behind, Mm -hmm. um, Jackie here of what are some of the signs of pain in your pet? What could be some of the things that you would see as far as, you know, owners come into your practice? Um, so decreased activity, if you notice they're not playing as much as usual, they're not as interactive with you as much as usual. Um, if they're avoiding the stairs or if it's a dog or a cat that normally will jump on a couch or a table and isn't doing that, hopefully your dog's not jumping on a table, just a cat. Um, <laughs> Becky. Well, hey, listen. <laughs> Not counter surfing anymore. No. <laughs> um, oftentimes point. decreased appetite or even over grooming if they're licking a particular area. That's very interesting. And Kelly has um, a dog that has some issues going on right now and some troubles with getting around the yeah. house and things like that. So, um, so we, we're very aware of all of these things. <laughs> yes. And um, 
So not only is it important to be aware of pain, um, but also too to figure out what are some strategies for pain. What are some options for owners if they're they find their pet in pain? So depends a lot on the origin of pain. So what we do first when pets come in is just do an initial pain assessment and we have a stance analyzer that will tell us, you know, if your um, dog is bearing more weight on one leg and less on another, kind of where to focus our diagnostics in our exam. Um, that's for the more difficult to diagnose patients. We have a collar. <laughs> <laughs> um, whereas a lot of times, you know, um, my dog, he's hiding in the office right now, but he has a torn cranial cruciate ligament. So, you know, as soon as I saw him start limping, I knew what the injury was. So we're able to tailor our rehab to that. Mm-hmm. That's good. And he's going to get surgery on Monday. Oh, <laughs> poor thing. Yeah. Poor but it, he's, it sounds like he's in good hands um, for after surgery. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. That's so good. Well, can you tell us a little bit about the club? See, there's signs here that say there's a club. There's a club. There's a club. There's a club. And we party. We party at this club right here for overweight dogs. Because I had a corgi that sure could use that treadmill. (laughs) That club is for any dogs. Um, It's not a very exclusive club, but (laughs) everyone is welcome to join. So for that's the treadmill club. I suppose if a cat wanted to join, they could. But it's um, for pets that want to use our underwater treadmill. So, for example, today it's, what, 100 degrees outside, Um, far too hot for a lot of people to be walking their dogs. So if they want to come in and use our UV-filtered saltwater tread for their pet to get some exercise, um, we do both just single rates for one session, then we do six visit packages, and then monthly memberships. And we have a couple dogs that are in the monthly membership club that come every day, usually for weight loss. That's very good. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, it's a great service to the community. (laughs) And it'll be great in winter, too, when it's cold and icy. Yes, exactly. Yeah, and the pet parents can have a coffee while they're watching their dog, maybe cat, workout. So it works out for everyone. I want to come. Will you sell tickets when the cats come? Because I'd like to watch. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, yes. That'll be live streamed. Oh, yes. Live streamed on Facebook, Instagram, Excellent. TikTok, Excellent. the whole thing. I'm so glad. So you folks are on social media here and there. And you, I think you do a fantastic job of like the videos and everything. Um, so it's fun to see some of these, especially dogs, right? Doing some of these um, exercises in the treadmill in the water. Um is it hard to get a dog to get used to the treadmill in the water? It can be. It varies on the dog. You know, Neo, also a podcast alum, Becky's dog, took to it like a fish to water, if you will. Mm-hmm. Um, some dogs, you know, especially dogs that um, the breeds that don't really like the water, like, you know, your huskies, um, they can get a little nervous at first. Most of them will acclimate to it. Um, usually we just, it's a matter of time. Sometimes the owner's standing right up front or we'll have a lick mat to distract them with peanut butter. Um, I've put on some waders and gone in just to keep some patients stable before. Oh, that's good. And do you do like an exam before they come to the club or if they have anything done here just to make sure they're in, in, you know, pretty decent health in order to do this kind of stuff? Yeah. For the dogs that are getting physical rehabilitation, 
those dogs have had an initial pain assessment and consult with me. That's an hour long appointment um, that, you know, we use the stance analyzer. I go through all their primary vet records. Um, the dogs in the treadmill club, those are kind of our more, um, I don't want to say healthier, but they, you know, aren't being rehabbed for a particular injury. So I just, you know, make sure that they're up to date on their vaccinations. They just have a, a regular wellness visit just for me to make sure that they're safe to go in. Right. That's good. That's good to know. And is there more more than just a treadmill club here? I mean, for, for pain management, there's other means of um, helping these pets. Oh, yeah. So the treadmill club, although I'd like it to be more busier, that's probably one of the things we do the least. Um, so for our pain management, we have a pharmacy here. So we have different medications we prescribe. We have the whole physical rehabilitation area with the water treadmill for those patients, as well as different um, physical exercise modalities like balance balls and rocker boards. And then I also am certified in acupuncture. We have a class four laser for laser therapy, and we have a PulseVet um, X-Trode shockwave machine. Um, which is really nice. It's a shockwave machine that doesn't require sedation or anything, and the treatments are less than two minutes for most patients. Wow, that's amazing. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of options here, which is great. Mm -hmm. Do you get referrals from regular practice vets and emergency vets and um, places where they have surgery? Yes, so we get a lot of referrals from surgeons for their post-op patients um, or for patients that aren't a good candidate for surgery for whatever reason. And then we also have um, primary vets that refer some of their kind of more challenging cases or a lot of people self-refer just because, you know, they just don't feel like their pet's quite where they want to be and they're having trouble getting into their primary vet or they've moved here and they don't have a primary vet yet. So we always work together with any referring vet, whether it be a specialist or a primary care doctor. That's so good. I like that that's an option where they can self-refer. Definitely. Because you know, I think people don't, don't necessarily think of that, especially because my, you know, back in the dark ages, early married years with an HMO, you know, couldn't go anywhere. Mm -hmm. You had to just go to the doctor that they told you to go to. So I think there's a bunch of us that live in that world where we would think that you would need a referral to go here. And it's nice to hear that people can just say, I have a fat dog. who <laughs> <laughs> can't get on the couch anymore. And so come down and find out. We always ask our guests, do you have any pets? Do you have any pets, Jackie? I do. So as I mentioned before, my dog Chip, he's normally very social, but he was actually sedated today for his x-rays. So he's Aww. hiding in my office. But I have a 12-year-old mixed-breed dog that I got when I was in veterinary school. He was found um, not too far from Tufts, where I went, um, with an embedded harness. Oh, wow. So oh, he was guy. brought in, and then they you know, sedated him and removed the harness and then put him up for adoption. Um, and I, he was eating a bunch of tortilla chips when I saw him, so that's why he's <laughs> named Chip. <laughs> 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 Yeah, his so best life now. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, so he yeah lives his best life, and then um, he'll play with my parents' dogs when I'm home, and he's That's got great. a good life now, even though he's being very antisocial. That's okay. He's <laughs> <Yeah>. allowed. <laughs> and we know that Becky has a dog. Yes. Does I she have, ever? Oh, I do. He loves the treadmill, I have to say. His name's Neo. He's two and a half almost now. Wow. Can't believe um, that. 
I know. That He's a giant goofball. Um, but he loves the treadmill. He'll come in here, literally. He runs in and he stares at the treadmill. He'll just sit down and just stare at the treadmill. And if he's here and he hears somebody else in the treadmill, he starts whining because it's his personal playground. Me too, me too. Yeah, he's like, me, me, I'm next, I'm next. But anything else, like we've tried acupuncture, he wasn't a fan because he's like, I got to get out of here. I got to um, get into the treadmill. Yeah, we, we pretended to laser him and he just kept leaving. He was like, I'm not, yeah. I'm busy. Yeah, Sorry. he's like, I'm way too busy. I'm going to take the towel and leave. Um, and those pictures that you posted on social media of him are so cute with the towel. Oh, yeah. That was when he took the whole out. stack. Yeah. Yeah. He got fired that day. He got fired, yeah. Oh, no. yeah. How many times has Neo been fired? Oh, employee record. of the month every month. He took a box of heart guard like or four boxes of heart guard yep. out of the pharmacy last week yeah the little samples he oh, had a whole no. stack in his mouth oh, he was gosh. like hey guys look, look i'm filling meds these are tasty yeah. these are very good yes yeah, yeah. yeah. oh my gosh well, maybe he was just auditioning for the job maybe but he just mm-hmm. stood there looking <laughs> well like it's... hey look look at me <laughs> by the way how is your new couch oh the new couch is awesome oh, and, and it's couch? alive <laughs> the new couch is much alive. Good. The old couch we've touched upon in previous. Oh, okay. Yes. Somebody ate the couch. Somebody yeah. ate the couch that oh. shall remain nameless. Refer to previous episodes. Yes. <laughs> Refer to previous episodes. Yes. So um, we have this lovely sign that says Sea Legs here with a dog, a cat, and a bunny. And where did the name Sea Legs come from? Sea Legs is actually the name of my childhood dog growing up. Um, so my parents... Ha- got her before I was, you know, born and she passed away when I was around six, but I always loved that her name was sea legs. Um, I grew up on the Cape. Um, I love the water and the ocean. So when I was trying to come up with a name for this practice, I was trying to come up with like sea rose or tidal vet clinic, different ocean themed, and then settled on, Oh, well, sea legs, um, because of the personal story. And then I like to use it as, oh, dogs are getting their sea legs. They come back here and get back on their feet. That is brilliant. I love that. Yes. That's so brilliant. Thank you. That's a great name. I love that. And it's, it's so nice when there's a little personal story behind that about a dog that you loved and and cared about. So yeah, she was a good girl. Oh, what Mm -hmm. kind of dog was she? She was a golden retriever, Irish setter mix. Oh, gorgeous. Gorgeous. Yeah. Very cute good with kids from what I remember. <laughs> I don't think there's anything that is in the gene pool of either of those dogs that would make them not good with kids. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. The lick So we basically talked about what services you offer here mm-hmm. and how people can get in touch with you. What's the best way for them to reach out? Call, email. I mean, really either, or you could call, you could email. Okay. Um, the clinic you can follow call you on social media you can follow us on socials yes, yes please yes you'll adorable. call you'll talk to me which is great everybody loves yeah. to chat everybody with me give becky a call yeah. anytime anytime i'll give you guys my cell well, not phone. anytime but no, most kidding. times most <laughs> times that i'm here you guys can uh chat with us we're here monday through friday mm-hmm. and do you have any like night hours for folks that work thursdays we're here a little bit later oh that's good yep thursdays mm-hmm. we stay open till seven. Oh, that's mm-hmm. good yeah, and we'll expand those hours as we gain more clientele and have more awareness to us being in the area. It's just right now needing the, you know, client base to support those hours. Right. And growing a new practice takes time. 
because people need to know that you're here and then they need, you know, for other people to get involved and other practices and stuff. And I'm sure that you, with, you know, your staff, that you folks know a lot of people in the vet world, which is great. And I'm sure that's helpful. Yeah, it's been really helpful that we have a lot of connections. The vet world's pretty small, pretty big and both pretty small. Right, exactly. At the very same time. And especially Mm -hmm. if you were at Tufts, Mm -hmm. there's so many doctors that that we know that yeah. There, so. Yeah, I went to Tufts um, for veterinary school, and then I did my internship at Angel. So I have a lot of connections there. And then I worked at Blue Pearl Veterinary Partners um, for years after that as an emergency doctor. Oh wow! So you have a lot of experience, mm-hmm. and it's nice to have a have a doctor that has emergency experience because they they know you know when it's an emergency like a real emergency and not to say that regular vets don't but like our our veterinarian that kelly and i go to for our dogs was an er vet and she's amazing and she does such a great job yeah it's nice to have those personal connections to all the hospitals too is mm-hmm. like i'm just calling my friend to say that i'm rever- referring someone's dog or cat there and um just knowing, yeah, when to refer and knowing, you know, what can be treated in-house and what has to get shipped out. Right, exactly. So we came out to wonderful West Roxbury today, and the drive was great. Um, We came from Natick, and it was really easy to get to. We just popped on Route 9 and then 128, and we got here in no time. And even with some traffic, it wasn't bad. Where does Spring Street turn into Center Street? This is essentially Center Street. I think at the LaGrange. Okay. Um, at the LaGrange like, intersection. Yeah. Center Street. I don't know where that is. And as soon as the kid was like, oh, it's on this street. I was like, oh, I thought it said spring. So it is. It's very centrally located. Yeah. yeah. It's a very convenient location. Yeah. We're very close to Dedham as well. So, and we get a lot of people from obviously like the Boston area, West Roxbury. It take, I live in Brighton. It takes me about 20 minutes to get here, mm-hmm. which isn't bad at all. So. Yeah. And do you get folks from, like, Needham, the Needham area? We've had a couple yeah. clients come over mm-hmm. from, like, Needham and Westwood. Yeah, yep, Westwood. Well, yep. Newton. The new, the new Kendrick Street exit ramp off of 128. Right. Exactly. It drags 128 just that much closer to you Exactly. Guys. Exactly. And so um, are there any other things that you folks want to talk about that you want our listeners to know about this wonderful facility? Um, Just, you know, don't hesitate to call us and um, talk to Becky and see if you think that we might be the right fit for your pet. You are allowed to stay with your pet the whole time during all the treatments. Um, You know, luckily, hopefully the whole COVID separating pets and their Mm -hmm. families is over and, um, you know, even if you don't think your dog would be a good candidate for acupuncture, they might do great with certain rehabilitation exercises, or they might do great with um, shockwave or laser therapy, or med- medical management. There's a lot of different options, and we really do tailor it to each individual dog or cat. Mm-hmm. That's great. I love it. What about you, Becky? What do you wanna What do you wanna plug for Sea Legs? Oh boy, what do I wanna plug? Well, definitely, like, you know, the treadmill club is awesome because especially, like Jackie said, it's getting, well, it was it's warm today. And, like, in the winter, it'll be nice for the dogs to come in and exercise. Even if you have, like, a high-energy dog that just needs to just do more than what you want to do, right. um, they can come in and just have a go at the treadmill and just, yeah. mm-hmm. and mom or dad can just relax. And just, they can stay and watch or if they just want to 
we have a couple clients that have to leave their dogs with us mm -hmm. because they do better without mom and dad. Yeah. Um, but a lot of time, and we give them like cheese or if they have a particular treat, mm -hmm. um, the lick mats work awesome. We yeah. love the lick mats with cream cheese or peanut butter, which is convenient that we have star right there. Cause we can just run over like, Oh, we have no peanut butter. <laughs> we ran out. Yeah. Or <laughs> some dogs pay the cheese tax with oh. like a, a string cheese. We use a lot of string cheese here. A lot of string cheese. My dogs love string cheese. My dogs yeah. too. Yes. I mean, same. And we also do specialized daycare too. Again, like I said, people um, can stay with their pets the whole time. Or if you have a pet that has particular high needs, we're not a kennel or a daycare per se, but if you have a dog recovering from surgery and you know you have to work to pay that for that surgery, then we're more than happy to do the day management of that pet and then have you come pick it up in the afternoon. So if their pet obviously you know has surgery and then has um, like pain management that they need to do, but they're at work. That's something you guys can do here. And yeah. Do effectively. Yeah. Do effectively. And then, you know, if they need assisted walking to go outside to urinate and defecate or, you know, we've got slings, we've got all the things to make sure that they're safe while the owners are out doing whatever it is they need to do. Mm -hmm. And what would come to mind for me. So I have rheumatoid arthritis and sometimes I can't do things and I think, what am I going to do today if I can't take my dogs out or they can't exercise or whatever? There may be, this may be a really helpful thing for owners if they're having trouble with their own mobility to be able to come here and have you guys help them with that for their pet, especially if their pet, you know, has, you know, excess energy or yeah. know, needs help with those kind of things. That might be a very helpful tool. For oh them. yeah. We have a few patients um, that have similar scenarios where the owners have some kind of decreased mobility and we're able to get that energy out for them. Yeah. That's so, that's so helpful. I'm going to leave here and give your name to a woman in our neighborhood who's She's always had small dogs, and she got this small, I think it's a Havanese, but it's like nine months old, and I see her going down the sidewalk, and the dog is like, vroom, 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 <laughs> and jumping at her heel, you know, like jumping, jumping, like the dog has way more energy than she can even get her. Mm -hmm. So I'll be handing off your card to them. Yeah, oh, perfect. we will gladly, gladly yeah, see will them. her in a tremendous way. Yeah, absolutely. So it can help the animals and the owners. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. So um, you have a cute bunny on your sea legs um, little sign here. Do you, you take care of bunnies too? Yes. Um, we don't have any bunny patients currently, um, but we do actually have one coming in tomorrow. Um, Asha, our practice manager, is a crazy bunny lady. <laughs> so she is happy to do... Um, all the bunny appointments. And then I'm happy to go through with, um, just more the pain management side and just the basic husbandry as far as any, um, more clinical medical issues with them, then I would refer them to, um, like an exotic specialist. Right. And also cats. So what are some of the things that are helpful for cats if they're in pain? Obviously, you know, the cats aren't probably as excited about the treadmill, but you may, you never know. Yeah. I've seen videos on YouTube. So we're happy it to try. Can happen. It can definitely it can happen. Yeah. I can't wait till it happens actually for a cat to be on the treadmill. <laughs> That's going to be like my day. You should go to like a cat show and raffle off a first session. Oh my God. <laughs> you know, we should just go to a cat show anyway. Yeah, it just it sounds amazing. Cause it's, cause it's a cat day, show. Like, Two weeks ago. Oh, at the Verve, I think, yeah, right? It yeah, was. they have them. A friend of mine who's crazy cat woman went. Really? Yeah. Interesting. 
Yes. My husband and I used to go to those. Of as course. A date oh. before we got married. That was oh, I love it. That's one awesome. Of our dates that we would go to. There was one at the Heinz Auditorium. I think it was a big show. This is something I didn't know about you. I know. <laughs> Same. He's the cat person. It's not me. Oh, gosh. Sorry. So what would be some of the things that people could bring their cats here for specifically? So, um, a lot of older cats have arthritis, and people don't even realize it. They just think, oh, they're older and they're slowing down. But actually, once they get examined, they have pretty significant arthritis in you know, their hips, their knees from being kitties and jumping around. And we're able to either put them on medication. Um, we have um, a really good new injectable medication called Silencia for cats. And that helps treat arthritis in cats by targeting um, a specific um, nerve growth factor that's been found to be a really big mediator in canine and feline pain. The canine version is hopefully going to be sold um, at the end of the year. Um, it's approved by the FDA, but it's not on shelves yet. But the Cat medication, Silencia, um, we've had really good results with giving it to older arthritic cats. And people are like, oh, he's like a kitten again. All of a sudden, he's walking around the house. He's chatting with me more. Aww. Yeah. And then um, we do have a few cats that um, we do acupuncture on. You know, just like some cats are, you know, don't want to be touched and never want to be at the vet. Some cats come here and are like, oh, yes, I am here. I have arrived. <laughs> Thank you for my spot. Yes, right? please exactly. pamper me. <laughs> exactly. That's so great. Oh. Well, it, it's um, so great to finally be here. We were going to record before, but, you know, things happen. So I'm so glad that we were able to come here and yes, talk Thank you to so you. much for coming. Oh yeah, my thanks gosh, for coming out. Of course. Yes, thank oh, you yeah, so thanks much. This was so great. Of course. This is so great. So now we're going to take a little tour, and then maybe we can post some pictures on our Facebook page so people can see. Wonderful. Yes. Sounds good. And I expect to see both of your dogs here, or all of your dogs here. I know. I was going to bring Tully today, but it's so hot out that he was just like... It was 99 degrees when yeah. we got in our cars. Yeah. 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 Yikes. But yeah. my dog, Nora, loves to swim. Well, treadmill so. club for Mrs. Princess yeah. Nora. And Nora's gaining a little weight because well, of the puppy. We're doing oh, treat training, yeah. and she is loving it. She's, She's like, having so much I fun. don't really like the puppy, but I like the treats. Look how yeah. good I am at sitting. I already right. know how to do this. I know. She Look at me. Waving. <laughs> yeah, she's, she's 10, and she just started to work. Well, so. um, we've had chihuahuas in there, as you can see right behind you. <gasps> chihuahuas in the treadmill. Love it. Yes. Oh, my gosh. So, awesome. so, yes. Awesome. I expect to see her here tomorrow. Thank you. <laughs> okay. All right. That's awesome. Great. Well, thank you so much. Of course. And what do we say after every single podcast episode, Kelly? Thank you for keeping us out of the doghouse. Thank you so much for having us at Sea Legs in West Roxbury, Massachusetts. It is rough out there.